welcome to the podcast today. We may or may not talk for however long we're, we're recording. I uh, We're not in the mood. Yeah, we're not in the mood. We're just going to sit here in total silence. You're going to hear me sniffing to get the mucus where it needs to be or out of my body. I'll you're sleeping. You're going to try to not doze off or try to doze off. Mm-hmm. Well, we're done. Fast, <laughs> fastest podcast ever. How are you? Fine. Why do you ask? Is there something you know that I don't know? No. Did you tell me something and I ignored? No, it? no. Uh, the big news of the day, and I knew it was going to happen. Um, the guy who had his friend's remains stolen got them back. Good. Yeah. So the, the, <clears throat> the car was stolen and the remains were in it. No. The remains were stolen from it. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Is it is your car broken into if you leave the doors unlocked? I say no. Yes. There was nothing to break. Uh, you, y- your car was... Uh, okay, I, we need to find the appropriate term for it. But yes, somebody stole from you. The, but it wasn't a, breaking in. A theft happened. A theft happened. It wasn't breaking in. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, this is a wild bizarre story and i had a feeling the person was going to get do you know the the specifics of the story yes okay well late this morning um because i saw early this morning that there was new video of the thief and of all do you know the part i didn't know there was video there was some new video this morning do you know how the thief escaped Do you know that part no. He got Can on I, a bus. Uh, on a bike? I was going to guess on a bike. <laughs> he got on Tarda, and Tarda was like scouring their buses, looking for, for something being left, but the gentleman's vehicle was unlocked. The guy probably saw a box, figured it was of some value or things in there right. were of value, and it was an immense, irreplaceable value yeah. for friends and family, not for anybody else on earth. Yeah. The guy grabbed it, went on a bus, and... um. It was returned this morning, and I think uh, Parker Hanson is the gentleman's name who had it stolen. Just, we're going to let it alone. Going to yeah. leave it. I, I don't know. what I'd like to know. How was it returned? Anonymously? We're not going to know. I would wow. I would like to know. I, w- I would indeed like to know. Um, and I would like to know how the person, I'm assuming it was a man, how the man found out what was in there that made it so that it could make its way back to its rightful owner. Not all thieves are shit, apparently. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I like Good job, Toledo. I, I said on the air today, um, I would if I were a thief, mm-hmm. I would not want that bad karma. Yeah. On my on my ledger. Well, no way. So and you're it, saying it's also creepy. You're saying there's a scale of thievery oh, and yes. like oh, oh. <laughs> Like, let's say I, I did this, I, I broke into someone's vehicle and, and took their took their wallet. Okay. And I could rationalize to myself, they were probably just going to buy drugs with it anyway or mm-hmm. something awful. I really needed the money. Right, 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 exactly. Like, this is someone's ashes. Like, this is the remnants of a human being. And the man just died like two weeks ago. Oh, that's too bad. Well, good that they got him back then. Well done. That's a happy story. Uh, the Fairview story. Is there, is, did you see this? No. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on the podcast yesterday, but my head was all foggy. Fairview. I don't know where that is. Middle school, high school. In Ohio? Yeah. It's appar- the Cleveland area. Apparently, it might be near here. I don't know. The, the uh, you know how 
when you read a news story, they give you the the location. Mm -hmm. It said Toledo, Ohio, but I don't know where Fairview is. I don't either. Um, this uh, the the students for whatever basketball game wanted to do a gender swap theme. Boys dress as girls, girls dress as boys. Um. It was not allowed by the administration. One kid went ahead and did it anyway, and there was a scene made because one of the administrators, the athletic director, said, this is not right. You got to change. So I guess he put jeans and a sweatshirt on over it, and it, it became a thing. Um, and I get that the theme wasn't allowed, but the whole student body didn't do it. Just one kid. Mm-hmm. Um so, again, I'd like to know more exactly where this is, but also why was he told to change? And if you were going to be hateful, just, like, wave that flag. Like, let us know that you're against this, this, he and that. He was told to change because, so d- d- he did it anyway. He wasn't somebody that that liked to dress in women's clothing. Correct. Okay. So, b- because they had already addressed it and uh, they had done it anyway, right? It seemed yeah, like. Just one kid. Not the entire student body, which was the no the entire student, right? So, but he's a part of the student body. Just one. He's one kid. He can dress however the fuck he wants. But he was actively going against a decision that they had already made. That's their justification. For the whole- I'm not saying I agree oh, with it, but oh, that's, yeah. you know. Oh, oh, yes. And it's probably hiding some type of hatefulness. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I mean, kids have topsy-turvy like during spirit week isn't it called topsy-turvy day where you wear like socks on your hands and your sister's shorts and shit like that like that happens all the time but because it, it, they specifically said girls dress as boys boys dress as girls they didn't like it most likely dickheads so um i saw today and this will make you happy oh um, good i need it somebody somebody <laughs> Posited the thought, and I don't, I don't know the awards like this when they're on a micro level of TVs and episodes and whatever. Somebody posited the thought of uh, of Nick Offerman winning an Emmy, an Emmy. Sorry, I'm still all messed up. An Emmy for his performance in Last of Us, that one episode. The the Nick Offerman is the well known actor, the one from White Lotus, or the other one. I don't know White Lotus. Oh. He's the guy from Parks and Rec. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought he did fantastic. Yeah. The, the, I thought he did. Yeah, I agree. I, so, spoilers, I but you should have seen it by now. Sure. And if not, um, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that relationship. I thought he was going to kill him. I, I didn't at all. I figured he was going to kill him, get him off, because I figured he was just some gun-toting dude that was going to live on his own for the rest of his life. I did not think that the next scene, uh, the other man would be pulling a towel off his waist. I saw some companionship coming there. Like, yeah. I just <clears throat> saw there were clearly, like, earlier signs. So the Nick's character is this rugged survivalist probably aligns like in in today's world probably aligns with a certain group of individuals you don't often see them as knowing good wines and this isn't like a judgment (laughs) that too this isn't like a judgment i mean there were antiques in this man's home the way that he cooked his meals the the kind of meal that he cooked for his house guest i mean there were just there were some behaviors in there where I was like, ooh, he's a lot more refined than how he looks and how he's presenting. And I said there might be some additional 
I, I, I spotted that. I in, in fact, I said that to Thomas. I said, I wonder if there's going to be like a partnership going on here, like a companionship. There would have to be. So, but, go ahead. And it wasn't in the... Do you watch the after episode? I do, I'm going to start. I used to... No, I don't. Um, <laughs> no. I've, I've gotten into it. Sometimes I've forgotten about them. And they're very they're very helpful. Um, I was hoping to know whether or not... Maybe we'll find this out some point down the line. Maybe he dabbled in that world. Mm-hmm. But now knowing that he was alone, mm-hmm. he decided to go all the way in for the companionship factor of it. Mm-hmm. And he also didn't have to feel embarrassed because... Nobody lived there anymore. Yeah. That episode was so well done. It was so out in left field. Like it wasn't something that we expected coming. And I think I saw enough of the after episode to say, to hear them say, we weren't sure how far we wanted to deviate from the video game. Yes. But this was, this just made sense. If it makes sense and if it's better than the game, then we do it. And this is better than the game. It was so well done. And I, I was a little nervous because I've seen White Lotus and the gentleman who played, not Frank, Frank, wait, Frank was the person who lived there or was Frank the, I know one, somebody's name is Frank, um, but the, the, the one who ended up being his partner, the one who fell in the ditch and all of that, he played in White Lotus and he was in a very controversial scene in White Lotus. And so I was not sure how far HBO was going to go because White Lotus is an HBO series. Uh, it, wait, is the other actor in White Lotus? Yes. Oh, okay. he was in the fir- He was in the first season. Murray Bartlett. Now, Murray, in the, in the first season of White Lotus, was caught in his office literally spreading someone's ass cheeks apart playing tongue hockey with, with a... With a little booty eating, yes. Little, and I, uh, what's that guy? Mooney Walker. I was shook. Like I had never seen. I mean, besides Euphoria, I had never really seen something on HBO that like it was like full on. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And this was the same actor, and this was an HBO series. And I was like, they're not gonna take Last of Us and there's not going to be hardcore sex in this show. Like, this is not... There wasn't. There wasn't. There wasn't. It. I, not that I would have had a problem with it. I'm an adult. Hello. Um, but I thought it was so good that that episode was really... I, I just didn't want them to die. I wanted... I loved mm. their dynamic so much that I wanted to see more of it. I wanted to see the bedroom open. The bedroom <sighs> door open. I bet you did. I googled Frank White Lotus and... Nick Offerman and the Murray Bartlett, all, all the articles from Last of Us came up. I'd like to read them because I'd like to know more about it, even though it will all just be implied or mm-hmm. speculative. I'd like to know the thought process of, I am I think Nick Offerman, I don't know much about him other than yeah. the actor himself. I don't know if he is gay. Yeah, I don't no, think I, he is. I, I think he's straight. I think he is. I'd like to know what his thought process was to go through with that because that, that was big. That's the biggest sexuality turn I've ever seen by uh, length of time played by a man on TV or a movie. Mm. Like I, I've seen like Mark Ruffalo <clears throat> in the normal heart, which was like a, uh, what's the gentleman who just got the award? Ryan. Who's the director? Ryan. Who, American horror stories. Oh, Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, the, Mark Ruffalo, the normal heart. Yeah. There's, I, I didn't. I don't know it. It was. It's. You should watch it. I'm sure it it's is. Great. Um. But that to me, it was interesting to watch myself 
transition from, well, this is kind of unexpected. Mm -hmm. No, uncomfortable, unexpected, but then like, this is totally fine, Uh Um, which it is. Mm -hmm. But again, when you're not used to seeing things, you kind of recoil for a moment and then you settle in. I'd like to know how his thought process was to go about it and how the directors and producers pitched to him. Because again, it's the longest I've ever seen a man Mm -hmm. play that role. There, I'm... I don't know if you'll ever watch this series because I don't think it's up your alley, but there's a show called P Valley on Stars, and it's a they follow like, uh, uh, I think a Alabama or a Tennessee small town home at strip club, and there's a black male who's a rapper and he's closet he's closeted gay, and he has a lot of sex scenes in the three seasons that they've had so far, two seasons. And he's a straight actor. He has a wife and a child, and it's very controversial. Like a lot of people had a lot to say about, oh, I could never do that, or I could never do that. I personally love to see the representation because I feel like, why not? And you know, it's the it's got to be the zen the apex of a challenge for mm-hmm. an actor. Mm-hmm. Like you, it is your job, mm-hmm. it is your role to play someone else, and it seems like, especially for a man, mm-hmm. for how they could be judged to do to do such a thing um the closest i get to with that type of situation is on law and order when uh somebody dies and they're like oh he was gay the whole time he was hiding his relationship but there's no actual you just see him in a pool of blood not the actual axe i think their names were frank and bill and and the thing that and on last of us i I know one was frank but i think bill was the other was bill and the i think one of the i mean if that was the first time he had ever done that, if he, in fact, is a straight male in real life and that was the first time he ever done that, the level of discomfort that he had just kind of connecting with this new person could have been real. Like it could have been re- it could have been something he could have been pulling from real feelings of like feeling like, am I going to be judged for this? You know, and it it caused him to do a stellar job at the role of playing like an, an angsty person that might have been closeted until this moment. And the anxiety of his survivorless nature where it's trust no one. That's true. Um, I personally felt like, okay, survival skills, what would you have done? I would have opened my home up to him because I feel like that would have caused less damage than letting him go to a city and potentially come back with people. Like Thomas and I agreed that he actually should have three or four people maybe not in his home but in this town so that when people come to try to take over there's a team of folks that can fight back instead of just one or two people three or four ain't a whole lot not gonna i mean he he made he made that like electrical fence that turned into like a inferno that was that was impressive um to that point and i i Probably would have. If I was him, I would have killed him. I would have dug a ditch around the whole thing. Like I, a deep ditch. A, moat. a trench. And, and hit it so people fell and couldn't get themselves out. I've now felt this for three weeks in a, in a row watching this show. It, I, I've asked you before, but re- refresh my memory, please. Did you watch the beginning of The Walking Dead? Yes. It's as good as the best episodes in the early seasons of The Walking Dead. We've talked about this before, and I remember you saying that you felt like there was <clears throat> there were shows that are hard to hard to get that kind of audience of people anymore. I mean, The Walking Dead had its own like yeah. reunion show, after show, events, the and talking all of that. Dead. The Talking Dead, and you're right. This is very well done. 
I and I haven't seen that type of stuff. Only just like the numbers of yeah. people. But I not do, yet. Right. I do. I do remember. Um, like 10, 11 years ago when The Walking Dead started and I was still like immersed in sports stuff. Everybody at my work like couldn't wait for Sunday night to watch it. And then they'd be talking about it. I'd be like, hey, did you watch the game last Wednesday. night? Wednesday. <laughs> and they're, and they're, uh, they're talking about, you know, The Walking Dead. But just the, I, and I remember finally watching that show in like 2014 or 15 mm-hmm. and the eeriness of the intro and how that's the the theme song gave you chills. Same thing with the intro for this, even though it's mm-hmm. it's kind of westerny. Um, it gives me those vibes of the the best years of The Walking Dead, and which helps me offset the fact it's the same goddamn show. Like Stay Alive. I'm just trying to figure out where they're at, like I, <laughs> geographically, as there's Boston. different scenes, but there's mountains. Like there's no mountains in Boston. I didn't see the mountains. There was mountains. You there was that- a scene when he was in like mountains. It looked like he was in an Appalachia. I don't know. And I thought he was going to Pennsylvania. I could have sworn they said Mm-mm. that the checkpoint is in like Pennsylvania where they were taking that kid. Wyoming. Which, again, you've got to like, uh, I guess, uh, what's it called? Uh, suspend disbelief. Sure. Okay, you've got your battery in your truck. You're going to have to get gas at some point. That is not an electrical vehicle. You are not getting all the way to Wyoming. <laughs> well, uh, Frank had a lot of gas, or Bill. or Did they? Or did you not see the scene where he like... He took out the interior of the boat and used it as a trailer and was filled it with gas. Oh my God! In the beginning, when he made his own little I remember town, that. there was a scene where he went and just loaded up on on gas, loaded up on those big old gallons full. Okay, smart. Uh, you've got your pre-approval letter in hand. No, it um, didn't happen online. Yeah, it happened. Well, not in hand. I mean, figuratively. Yes. Like you're ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. Like you can go by. Yes. How are you just tired or do you have are you not excited about it? It's gonna be a process. Um, I'm not I am excited about it. I'm not excited about the current options that are out and I know that there is a pool of people that are swarming every one of the options. I think I'm just a lot more chill and realistic about it. Like it I dragged my feet even getting the pre approval when I knew I could have. And I'm just like, Okay, fine, I'll get the pre approval. We're done. All right. And now it's like whatever comes up day by day, literally everything that is out on the market that's in a budget that I'm comfortable with, I don't love. I've seen it four or five times already, looked it up and down, went back to it. Do I like it? No, I don't think I like it. You know, three bedrooms, but only one bathroom or three bedrooms and one and a half bathroom, but just the layout's not really welcoming or it's too dark or it's not in a, it's not in the side of town it's on the wrong side of monroe street that i'd prefer you know what i mean i'd rather have you feel that way than rush like no like in the middle like you could convince yourself to like it. i'm glad you are just not i'm glad you're finding things you don't like so that you don't get stuck making a decision you might regret at some point no no i just i i mean like i said there's more houses every week and so i hope that um, there's more that come up that are more aligned with what I have interests in because I don't want to drag my feet too long. Like, I'm not dragging my feet. I'm just being selective because it's yeah. a lot of money. Um, I don't want to do it for too long. Like, ideally, I'd like to get some get into something in the next 90 days. But, uh, yeah, we're done. We're ready to go. Your, when does your lease run out? Is it April? End of March. End of March. So I've got 60 days. And I have to give 60-day notice. So right. I'm already kind of like... 
leaning, you know, into extra days, but that's okay. You're in a tough spot. Can you extend that that lease now? I can go month to month. And Good. I just have to pay the cost. But ideally, most of the time, you're not paying your first month's mortgage. Like you're, it's out like a month and a half. So depending on how that works, we it, we might be able to eat up what we would have spent on a mortgage on our last few days of rent. So now we're thinking beyond that of making sure we have everything in line for a moving truck, which we do. There's a couple checks that we got for the wedding that we hadn't cashed. And I know that it's beyond probably bank allowable days. So I've contacted them and let them know. Oh, you're probably fine. Checks last a long time. Well, mom, why do I listen to my mother? I love you, mom. (laughs) My mother says that after like, 30 days or no. or 60 days they're no good and they won't cash them that's often like business checks the the one issue you might have is if those people who gave you the money uh-huh. if it's not in their account so they know so <clears throat> that we have communicated with them and let them know we haven't quite cashed it is that okay we are holding it for the cost of moving so we have all of our moving costs essentially covered and just sitting and waiting and then um um, hopefully we have a little bit left over because we really need a new couch and a guest bed. Um, last thing, we'll we'll keep it short here because um, I haven't spoken about it. Urban Pine was all that I expected. Was it? Mm. It was. It. I was surprised. I have. I don't. The last time I went to Urban Pine, though, I don't think it was like a Friday night. Very loud, I like, very I loud like hot hallways. chicken. Very loud in the hallways. And jingles and hot chicken. Is that what they're talking about? Anyway, um, it was a little bit more lively than I expected it to be. More expensive than I had planned, but whatever. Is I that think. why you went with like an appetizer? No, I really wasn't hungry. Um, and the appetizer was shit. Sorry, Urban Pine. Um, so I spent $30 on an appetizer and a glass of wine. Do you know how much the glass of wine was? No. My burger was good. Well, that's good. It was very good. Like the burger itself, the stuff around it, like the fixings and the roll were not as elegant as I was hoping for sure. from that place. But the mm-hmm. burger itself was was very good. Did Adela enjoy herself? I haven't spoken to her about it. It was uh, the only thing that I had spoken to. Well, you weren't to. feeling well right after that, so... It was the next day when I started to come down with stuff. Yeah. But no, she was just... just we spoke more about how impressed she was with your Paul impression. <laughs> I love Paul. I love I love your dad. So naturally, I like Paul. Um, and I really love to do impressions of people. And I just think it's funny. Do it. Do it. Do it now. No, because Paul listens sometimes. No, and he I don't, doesn't. I don't want him to dislike me. No. Well, the, the fact that it was even brought up, I'm sure, is going to cause all this. <laughs> He's like, this I'm right here, Noelle. Yeah. Noelle, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, I love it. And your dad. When is he coming to visit? I don't know. I got to get. I got to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, but some. The one thing that's kind of maybe become a fly in that ointment is. I have to do a car thing at some point soon. Yeah. And if I go home, that's an extra thousand miles, which yeah. could bring down what I could get for the vehicle. So, but I leave some of that in Paul's hands. Uh, Groundhog's Day, apparently, we're going to have an early spring. I thought the dumb thing saw its shadow. No, it's an early spring. I, 
every year. I we've done this a long time now. Yes, we have. We have this debate every year. Well, I don't know what the debate. What what's the debate? That we sometimes get an early spring. Oh, well, that's not happening. Ugh. Um, but I for much of my adult life, young adult life, it baffled me how a rodent had any kind of effect on climate. <laughs> We just, it makes us feel better. Like, I I was thinking about this on the way here, and I was like, yep, I'm in it. You know how I get around this time of year, although this is pretty early, where I, 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 it's unbearable. Like, it's almost unbearable for me. I'm exhausted. I really don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sleep. Low of eight tonight. Literally. Just, I don't want to do my job. I don't want to go see people. I don't want to talk. I don't want to spend money. It might be why I was dragging my tail getting pre-approved. Because I don't yeah, give a shit about nothing. I know that it's, it's oppressively it's outside. hot and humid. It, people people have a hard time pushing through that. But this can be hard to push through. Yeah. Less light, uh, less warmth. It's um, a little early for me, though, this year. It normally hits me in March. We had a very, even though we haven't had a lot of snow, we've had a lot of gray days. And very cold last few days, at least, or Tomor- December and January. Tomorrow, fifteen, the day after thirty-five, and then I think we go in the forties and fifties next week. But yeah, for the longest time, when I was a young adult or whatever I was, I had remembered that okay, the groundhog saw its shadow, and then the first day of spring would come, and I'd be like, wait a second, mm-hmm. the rodent said we bumped this back six weeks. <laughs> I was lost. The, a better a better sign that spring will be here soon. Mr. G's has put up their annual post looking for Staff. spring and summer hires. Nice. Never been. Good place. Never been. Good place. Um, any more on your pineapple bun? Fuck them. Really? I can't fucking help my bun. You know what? And some some young kids have thought I was the the cousin from Encanto. The, little, the cute cousin with the with I the didn't red, see it. You know, and they're like, oh, look, it's Alex. I like my butt. Where was this at? Huh? Where was this at? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, if we know anyone selling a house soon, oh yeah, call be. me. Don't even post it. Don't even post it to the apps. Just call me. You know? Old Orchard, Westgate area, but I do also love Beverly. So I just really need at least one and a half bathrooms. At least. Did you want to weigh in on the Uncle John's and the car wash thing? I, so, you know what? I don't have an opinion because Uncle John's, they're clearly staying open. They're just moving. Right. I don't care then. So long as they're still open. I mean, I guess there's some people that like that location is iconic. I don't know. I don't know any iconic Toledo stuff because I'm not from Toledo. So I don't have an opinion on that. I just am glad that they're not closing. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. I did not have an opinion either because I've never been, although I've heard it's great good. things. And, it's and breakfast food. Right. But I also didn't, I was like, additional car washes don't bother me. We have too many car washes. Where they are. It's already eyesores anyway. We have too many. That, that whole strip is a is an eyesore. It's so obnoxious. There's and we have like big granddaddy car washes good. too. Like, you, did you know when I was a, child my father had a dream of opening a car wash got blueprints and everything and was going to open a car wash i remember you telling me this story we used to go to the car wash for fun like he loves car washes like he taught me how to thoroughly wash a car 
Do I'll I keep, like it? No. Keep that in mind. We were going to open a car wash and we were going to live in Huff in a brand new house. None of that ever happened. Well, you can open a car wash here and then raise your number for your pre-approval. Mr. J's car wash. My dad's first name. Yeah. I like it. Mr. J's. I like it. No. Okay. All right. We're done. Bye-bye.